Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Brenton, joined this week by Naomi McLeod. Hello. And of Trent Guitars, Elliot Trent. Hello. Hello, indeed. Hello, Elliot. Welcome right. to the Guitar Nerds Podcast for your, your first ever uh, joining us on the podcast episode. Yeah, I haven't done any any podcast before either, which is which is first for me. Fresh, fresh meat. Well, yes, it's it's good. It's it's lovely to have you on because I'm I'm really enjoying having uh kind of a, a lot of like uh you know this this side of the pond luthiers and pedal builders and things. I'm representing the uh, the market that we have over here of of wonderful guitar builders as well as you know great effects manufacturers. Not enough amp builders. I don't think I get enough amp builders on here. I need to need to speak to like James Hampstead and get Hampstead amps on. Yeah, and you got um, Rift as well. Oh yeah, they're they're also good. Rajani amps are yep. uh, an, a, another fantastic amp brand. Only I think they only do like a head and a combo. And like Matt's got one, he loves them, and they we we've been meaning to get them on the on an episode. We really need to because they're they don't do a lot of stuff, but what they do is fantastic and original and really good. Um, yeah, but, they tend to be really interesting people because they've got like the whole electrical engineering kind of background. Oh yes, exactly. It's it's never anything that I, I, I well I don't have any real idea about how it affects pedals or, or guitars work either, but I absolutely have no idea how amps work that's that seems far too far too much for me but i am convinced now you know i, I went through this whole digital thing over the last year i pre, i think lockdown did something funny to my brain i and i, I was like yeah. you know ba- bang into you know anything lightweight class d making things portable i was trying to get my my band down to like the minimal amount of gear that we could possibly bring and all of it being lightweight and modular and stuff like that now sod that i only yeah, care about totally the other way absolutely the other way i only care about valve things and solid state things like it has to be big and heavy and sound good set where it doesn't have to be big or heavy it just has to sound good that's the number one thing i no longer care about all the other things that's... it's an interesting turnaround you've yeah. gone from uh fashion back to function exactly was it, the, was it the idea that you could fit it all in one backpack was that was that it <laughs> well, generally of like generally of 
Um, lightweight stuff, you mean? Or do you mean specifically yeah. Joe Branton's gear backpack? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that would never work, would it? No, no. Yeah, I think I, I was going through a big... Uh, I think we were stri- we'd gone up to a five-piece as a band. Our sax player brings like a baritone sax and a tenor sax. Our keys player's got like three keyboards and his own pedal board. Our sax player has his own pedal board. Our guitarist is using two amplifiers and has a big old pedal board and you know it was just a lot of gear to get in the van and i was like i want everything to be comfortable and lightweight and streamlined also i moved far away from a train station and there are like no (laughs) taxis in my village so it it was getting it was it was difficult to get stuff there but now i don't care (laughs) now now heavyweight stuff is is the only thing that's important to me Anyway, uh, all that aside, um, dear listener, if you're not aware of um, of what Elliot does and of Trent Guitars, where have you been? Well, I'm sure you do know. I'm sure every, everyone knows about Trent Guitars. You've done uh, done rather had a, a pretty stonking couple of years. Like you got a guitar um, guitar dot com gave you like a 2021 Gear of the Year nominee nomination, which is that's massive. There. They are awesome and huge and have great taste. Um, and I think they gave you editor's choice as well, which is... Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was a big surprise because um, obviously um, starting from... Like, I've been I've only been in, around for just over a year. It's not even a couple of years. And, what? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I launched the Model 1 in uh, May in 2021. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's, is that that's, a, you are really new. I know, is, <laughs> I know. And I, and sorry, I, I don't mean that in a... Um, oh no, I, I understand. That. I yes. mean that in an, in an entirely um, complimentary way. That's... Um, that's some amazing hustle for such a short period of time since you've since you've landed as it were yeah it's been it's been quite a surprise i think i've had a lot of um i've had a lot of help from i have had a lot of advice from people who have been doing it a long time and then Mm -hmm. um 
also people because obviously it's a brand new industry for me um people who who understand it uh to to a, to a degree where they can tell me you know maybe who might be worth talking to or, or getting introductions to, to certain people like like guitar or or um like like you guys like the other people who i've who i've had you know on a pass around with a guitar yeah yeah so i guess the because i guess it re- it really was it must have been a super early model that you sent to us because you sent us a model one which we spoke about last year which i i guess i never realized how close that was to the launch of your brand yeah that was probably so i think i sent it to you probably in august i think and so that would have been probably like guitar eight or nine like it was pretty early one definitely obviously i I made about 20 of them before I even released them, but, um, to, of course. Uh, and 20 subsequently that now don't exist from being either burnt or, or, uh, <laughs> tried for different things. But, um, but yeah, that, that, yeah, that one was, yeah, relatively early and it's, it's remains the most popular option basically is the open port with the, with the hardtail that you guys had. Really? Yeah. That was the model one, which is for, for listeners who, aren't aware this it's a kind of an offset it's very much in line with this um the sort of modern vintage look that we're that we're seeing getting popularized more these days but it's very much its own shape you couldn't quite call it a a, you know a, a, a jaguar um it's it's kind of its own thing but cool sort of asymmetrical scratch plate almost telly style control plate and yeah, uh, a gets, pair of yeah it, um sorry to interrupt you it, no, get, no, it, get, it. it gets it gets it's weird because when i was designing it it um it didn't have the control plate to begin with. i have to show you some pictures of the early designs at some point but it didn't have the control plate it um it was like a one-piece control plate the one-piece scratch plate with with the controls ah. on it, like you'd see on a jazz master and um i got to the stage where i ended up then using a, a control plate off the um, the fifty one P base, uh, which is it's straight from that, and Amazing. Um, obviously in a different direction, and um, and I it's now most commonly compared with the um, is it a telemaster what they would call it so a, 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 or an offset tele offset tele where it's like a yeah. jazz master body with a tele controls and and so it's still relatively. It has that familiarity because because of where the controls are, basically. Of course, yeah, absolutely. But that model that was like a your TV yellow sort of butterscotchy open pore finish, yeah. and it didn't didn't that guitar that that we got first that's ended up with your your brand ambassador, hasn't it? Oh yeah, with Hannah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'd I'd spoke. Hannah's a musician in um in Manchester, and um, she got in touch early on. Uh, just to show support basically and then I saw that she had this really cool uh, I think she has like a 74 Mustang that she picked up that I absolutely oh, love because it's in like that um, it's not like Torino red I can't remember what it is it's it's um, it's one of the Fender reds from the 70s and um, is it Dakota it might I hope it's Dakota because that's that's lovely might as well that one Mac DeMarco had but um, but yeah they um, I basically said I would send it to her at the for her to try out after it had gone around a few of the more um, marketing-focused influencers, so people who who are there to like you know content for content, if that makes sense. But sure, yeah. the dream as a as a guitar maker is is to have instruments with people who 
make music and and um who regularly perform with them and um and that's why i wanted it to end up with with hannah and um because she you know she's she's grinding through the, the you know the, the gigging scene and and um so it ended up with 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 her and then i basically was just so she could keep it so um so yeah she's been she's gigged it more than but maybe not more than Steve Harris, who played it, played his one with Gary Newman all over North America, but mm. she and England, but she, she's definitely played it more than any any uh, home gamer. So it's really nice to to get feedback from her and and um, and yeah, it's it's yeah, I, I love it that it ended up with her. Yeah, that's really cool. It's a, it's um, it's a wonderful thing to do actually to to aim to get your guitar to a musician rather than you know sort of an influencer that's going to be inundated with other things as well. Um, it's it's a great way to it's a great way to actually get real world almost real life marketing rather than stuff that's promotional. Actually, someone just you know grinding away like using that guitar on the gigging scene where people are going to notice it and be like, oh, where, you know, what's this? Where do you get that? So recently, Guitar Nerd switched to using Lewitt microphones, specifically the LCT 440 Pure Condenser Mic. Now, this mic is super affordable and very versatile. In fact, there are a bunch of videos from independent studio engineers with way more audio know-how than me, comparing the LCT 440 to mics three times its value, and it absolutely holding up. Plus, this mic is as good for instrument capture as it is podcasting, as it is vocals, which is great because I don't like messing around with mics and I can literally use this for everything. Proof's in the pudding though, so here's the old condenser mic that I used for Guitar Nerds podcasting with completely unedited audio. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host Joe Branton and you are listening to a demo of the previous microphone that we used to record the podcast. And this is the Lewitt without any mastering or compression, which is how you're hearing it now. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, and you are listening to a demo of the Lewitt LCT 440 Pure. Considering those two mics cost roughly the same price, I think it's pretty evident that if you're doing anything in a simple home studio format, recording vocals, acoustic, brass, podcasting, then the Lewitt 440 Pure is an absolutely fantastic all-in-one solution at a very reasonable price. Now back to the podcast. So yeah, she's had a lot of people come up to her after gigs and they think it's a, a Tysco rather than a rather than a modern guitar. So that's right. always quite quite fun that's, when people think it's just like some random exotic one-off <laughs> that's cool though i mean I, I i think of these as being a bit more of a crossbred like they're, they're, they're a bit more there's something modern about these as well they're not actually just sort of traditional looking guitars but that might be a lot of that's probably in the feel because you've got that kind of that lovely um satin neck and uh and everything obviously works which is always a, a plus um, yeah, it's um, yeah. it's it's. I'm very, I'm very um, uh, appreciative of 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 everything that's come before. So, whether that obviously the the main influence that you really can never get away from with a guitar like that looks like the ones I make is is Fender, clearly. But mm-hmm. then um, a lot of the original 
drafting where I was drawing the shape you you had obviously well not obviously sorry you had um things like the music man mariposa and the right. albert the uh, albert lee and then there's definitely albert something lee, very yeah. albert lee about the two the top horns yeah the, the, the uh, horns yeah. Are, the horns are very much borrowed from that where the horns are almost straight rather than um rather than rather than rounded and then yeah. but then i also love the the slabness that you get from a telly like i'm not hugely into into massive massively contoured bodies um there is some contouring on these but yeah, more so, softening of the edges yeah so my, mine i call it a pebble carve it's just a stupid name i came up with <laughs> Ooh, for it a nice term for a- so it's it's round towards the back it, it, it tapers from from you know something like around like a six mil radius around the front and then it goes to a much flatter so it almost looks like a smooth pebble around around the the rear bout essentially or the lower belt. Um, so it, it gives it a very it that, appropriate name. Yeah. So, so it looks like a polished pebble, like when it, when it was all glossed up and I'd get pictures of, of it, uh, lying on its side. But, um, but yeah, it, I haven't had any complaints about, about comfort or anything. So, so it's, it's definitely something that, that works like in a sense that you don't need a guitar to be heavily contoured, I would say, unless, unless it's something that you, you really, Love in a, you know, you know, some people love a belly cut, or or some people say, oh, it just makes the fretboard point upwards. Like, it's it's all personal preference. Yeah, of course, of course. Are there any things that are like um, user feedback that that have resulted in you changing yes. anything about the model one? Oh yeah, yeah. There was there was a big one that I was that kind of just was reflected in my inexperience with um, with what people like. So um, right. it was on the on the review that, that Richard from um, Richard Purvis from from Guitar.com did um, of the guitar. He commented on that that my rounding of the fingerboards and the fret ends was conservative. So essentially, I was worried that I'd take off too much real estate um, off the off the angle of the frets on the edges, and also that I didn't want the fretboard to be so round that people would say it was overkill. However, it became clear. So one customer said, oh, it's, I love it. I love it. But like, if the fret ends were rounded just a little bit more. And I was like, okay, cool. Okay. Right. Someone said it. And then another customer said it. And then it said it in the review. And I was like, okay, fine. And you'll probably notice <laughs> on the base that, that you have at the moment, you know, I, I really send ages on the fret edges and the, and the, and the, the fretboard the now. The frets... The frets look exceptional. They look like they've taken a lot of time. Yeah, so so it's semi-hemi, um, which is just a phrase that guitar builders use sometimes. So it's just semi-hemispherical. So it, it means um, the the instead. So on a factory guitar, you'd have a typical bevel, and then they'd run sandpaper around a finger to to ease the sides of the bevel. Whereas semi-hemi or or hemispherical. Um, you take a, a fret end file and you you round it so the fret end is actually fret end is actually round. Um, oh, I see. And then the fret board itself is to make it because basically co- companies like Novo and McMull um, and and Matt uh, Fidelity are, are known again for having extremely rounded fret boards. Um, when I say extreme, I just mean extreme compared with what we're used to, um, mm-hmm. and it feels amazing. So I do it on all of them now. Um, so it's just there with a razor, um, with a razor scraper rounding it after the frets are installed. You can't do it before the before they're installed because otherwise you end up with a bevel underneath the fret, which is which you need. You need to be little mounds, you know, like how you'd see on a on the nubs on a Gibson with with binding. 
but obviously yeah. without that. Um, so you have to you have to do it with a razor and then go in and finely sand it to 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 you know a smooth finish. So it's this worth. This sounds awful. Worth it. This this <laughs> sounds like uh, like it will take forever. I could never do this job. I, I would get bored far too quickly. That sounds like a lot of time. I, I don't like spending a lot of time doing anything. It's it's the main difference. If somebody says to you, "What's the difference between a factory guitar and a either a guitar that's then." gone to a, a a really good tech or a, or, a, or a or a luthier um so you get a guitar from a factory and give it to a tech and they'll do your fret ends that's the difference between straight from factory and small run custom made basically or not custom made like small run uh one person well, that's, or two person made that that's kind of a thing to talk about about your guitars because whilst this is you are you know a one-man luthier and it is a custom shop you, you're, I guess, one of those luthiers that has set things. So, you're like the Model 1, I'm, you know, if I read straight off your website, the Model 1 comes in eight stock colours from wafer pink to crowbar red. Um, yeah. But you, but you do also do custom colours. See, that's what's funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think 50% of them have been custom colours. Like, you have to just look at my Instagram. <laughs> So yeah. what happens is is somebody will say they'll either show me a guitar they like or they'll um they'll tell me a colour they like. And like for example with Jessica Dobson of um Deep Sea Diver, when I made hers, she she showed me a picture of her of her mum's car, uh, these be- this beautiful uh, Mercedes oh, that's from so the eighties. Cool. And um Essentially, I just luckily I have a background in a well a long time ago in, in a bit of digital work, so I'm able to open Photoshop and and swatch through different color matches. Um, right. To, to, so I can literally I, I provide the customer with like a like a three swatch like match, and they'll basically pick the one that that speaks to them, and then and then I'll paint it in that color. But um, but yeah, the the yeah eight colors on on a, on first inspection, but. Yeah, go on my Instagram. You'd see barely any of those half the time. It's usually they're all they're all bream yellow or, or well, there or, there are more variants of blue on your Instagram oh than, than anything else. It's like they're, they're the, it's the only colour people ask them for. I'm blue sure is huge. there's been pinks, there's burgundy mix, there's been a, a couple of different types of pinks on there. But blue, like there's there looks like pelhams, maybe some yep. daphnes, yep. ocean turquoise, and there's ocean turquoise in glitter finished as well as in like an open pour, like it, yeah the it, blue it has been like has been huge like it's it, it, the the Benz blue which is the um the sonic blue is is particularly popular um and um where I'm just getting through to the to the cuz I'm just starting to get through to some shop orders um a lot of Benz blue and a lot of Brum yellow gets ordered um cuz they can see that you know it's it's a popular color because you if you're a shop and you're trying to work out what you want to sell you can kind of go through the maker's instagram and see what's getting the most love basically isotope and native instruments have teamed up to create the start to finish bundle that home recording guitar nerds have been waiting for plus you dear listener get an extra 10 percent off with guitar nerds by using discount code nerds 10 at the checkout on isotope.com from the creative spark to the final touch their new bundles include pretty much everything you could possibly need which is great because it's far too easy to sink hundreds of pounds and a big chunk of your time into just picking up random plugins the music production suite 4.1 
one and complete 13 bundle contains over 30 intelligent mixing, mastering and repair plugins, 65 premium instruments, 20 plus expansions and over 35,000 sounds. And if that's a bit basic for you, they've also bundled Music Production Suite 4.1 with Complete 13 Ultimate, which gives you everything that makes Complete 13 incredible, plus a colossal library of added synths, sampled instruments and effects. 115 plus premium instruments and effects, 39 native instruments expansions and over 65,000 sounds. Whew. It sounds like a lot. It is. It's very good, very comprehensive. And as we've come to expect from Isotope, it's very good value. If you're looking to get into home recording, I cannot recommend it more highly. And if you're already into home recording, it it really is the one-stop shop for making what you do sound better. This podcast is entirely treated and produced using Isotope plugins, and Native Instruments have been responsible for almost every synth or sample you've heard on our Guitar Nerds jingles. Check out their great new bundles on isotope.com or follow links in the description of this podcast and use discount code NERDS10 at the checkout for 10% off anything in the Isotope arsenal. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And I guess as, as a store as well, you're you're going to have to try to go with the sort of safer bet colours, aren't you? hundred percent. Than the really yeah. far out ones. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell them, you know... Um, I've given them ideas of of what sells just just to be a, mm. a good person in the sense that I I want I want them to be able to sell my guitars you know so it's yeah yeah you never want to J- be like James oh is, yeah go for this and the other no sure James is home of tone a friend of the yes. podcast wonderful man Legend. um he went for like a yeah he is he really is he went for like a lipstick pink um on the one that he's got. Is that right? Uh, which one? The no, that was a demo he had. He that he took to oh, okay. the guitar show for me. Right. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's better because if if he was if he was buying in, you know, a guitar and choosing a color, I'd be like, lipstick pink is is that is you're going yeah, he, out on he's a limb ordered, there. Yeah, he's ordered a few, and I won't tell you what they are. I'll let, I'll let that be a oh, surprise. Okay. I'll I'll, uh, I'll look forward to that. I'll yeah, I'll that. give you a clue. They've they've got. They've all got McNellies in them, I think. And oh, really? Oh, and that's exciting. Yeah. He makes stunning Mc- pickups, yeah. Oh, I hate that they're so good. The problem with McNelly pickups, for me, is that they're, <laughs> they're not from here. They're, they're, they're Canada, US yeah. pickups. Or, Canada or, pickups. Sorry. Canada? Oops, whoops. <laughs> I think I you're right. Yeah, they, yeah, they, okay. are, they, are, they are Canadian. Let's and, just say uh, North America, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah that, that part of the world. And I really want to. There are so many great pickup manufacturers over here. It's, it's an area that we seem to be doing really well in, and I really yes. want to support them. And also, McNellies are expensive in comparison. It, not necessarily because they're uh, a load more money, but more because I don't know them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I know lots yeah, of yeah, the pickup yeah. manufacturers, and they do me good deals. But <laughs> the, 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 two, the two things that I've got with McNellies in, I'm just like, ugh. These are so good. They're remarkably fantastic. So I'll be yeah. very excited to see a partnership there. Because on your guitars, it's um, bare knuckles a lot. It's old guards, isn't it? I wind them now, believe it or not. Ah, you've yeah. switched up. I, I knew you had with the with the bass that I've got, which yeah. we'll talk about later, dear listener. I didn't know you'd moved over on the guitars. What, what yes. motivated that? Um, it's an old thing in me. Um, I have... One of the reasons I make guitars is I have this urge instead of buying things to make it myself. So I 
just one day was like, well, you know, I make furniture. Like I've made furniture for several years. Like furniture is made out of wood. I can make a guitar. So that started that. But then with the pickups, <laughs> it was a, more a case of, it was a partly that, but to be honest with you, it was mostly a case of no, no shade to bare knuckle. They were incredible. They're an incredible supplier. They've been wonderful to deal with. Their customer service is, is the best, I think, out of any company I've dealt with. And um, they've been amazing. But there's something about having everything in a house that is really attractive because you are in control of everything. So say there's a weekend, it comes up to a weekend and all my fellow self-employed friends will know that you don't have weekends. So you've got work (laughs) to do on the weekend and um, you realize you haven't ordered the pickups. But if I have the flat work here, if I have the wire here, if I have everything else I need, I can make the pickup and I can, I can, I can get it done. And what started off as a practicality became something I absolutely fell in love with it. It's, it's the coolest thing, like being able to mess with it. And I had some amazing mentorship over Instagram from a guy uh, who runs the company um, Righteous Pickups. Joshua, oh, yes. he, yeah. he makes incredible pickups. And the reason I got in touch with him is because one of my customers who now also has ordered some for stock as a dealer in Canada called um, Cam Jansen, he he had some of his Jaguar pickups in his Model 1 and they just, they were just like nothing else. And Oh, uh, do I remember this? Do, have you done many with it. Jaguar pickups? I think I remember seeing I've done a few, one. but yeah, yeah, I've, oh, okay. I've done a few. But um, yes, Jaguar pickups is a great option. They sound great. Um, but yeah, so, so I reached out to Joshua and said, um, excuse me, sorry, but I reached out, to, <clears throat> I reached out to Joshua and said, um, what do you, what do you think it would take for me to start winding my own pickups? Like, could I wind P90s? And he did exactly what I would say to somebody, which made me so happy was, of course you can. Like, you definitely can. Like, I would tell anyone like, oh, can I build my own guitar? You can, it'd be hard, but you can, you totally can. But essentially, he said, he gave me all the building blocks I needed to get going, told me, you know, what what constitutes a good pickup, um, you know, about, about tension, about wind count, about, um, you know, spacing on the bobbin and magnet choice and things like that. And then what was crazy, the, the, the biggest difference that made to the sound of everything was like down to the 10 seconds of how long you wax pot it for. So for those who don't know, uh, wax potting is when you place a completed pickup in a bath of wax and the wax goes into all your windings and everything. It, 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 it does a basic job of, of sealing, the, sealing the pickup together, So mm-hmm. it, which is great. It, it just makes it like a solid unit. But more importantly, it adds a level of insulation. So you, um, you get less... Um, you won't have as much feedback. They won't be, they'll become less microphonic, essentially. Um, so it, it, it's an important part of making a pickup potentially less noisy. Um, but anyway, the, the biggest difference to the sound was the duration that you potted it for. So I had sound clips on my computer of 
30 seconds versus a minute versus two minutes. And the sound was just like night and day. Like I, I couldn't believe it. And it was the same pickup that I was using. Wow. And yeah, it was, it was, that was the main thing. But anyway, yeah. So it just, it started off as a practicality. It started off as just a weird personality trait I have. Then it became a practicality and then it became something I, I absolutely love doing. And I'll wind most pickups now. So like with the bass, oh, again josh helped me start with the bass and um we tried it out i tried out a few things and that has a lot of wire on it i think it has yeah it has, <laughs> it has a lot of wire on it like you can imagine pick up wire. you know when they tell you in school that if you if you uh laid out all your veins or whatever it would stretch around the world or whatever <laughs> what what sort of a dark hellraiser school did you go to that sounds like a cool school <laughs> i wish i'd gone but like if you if you run out all this wire it's an incredible distance <laughs> And it's all just right. in this. What, what are we talking? Are we talking meters and meters? Yeah, like kil- kilometers, I think. But it's, no. wow! Uh, Holy wow! It's, uh, I, I bet. I bet you have. To, I bet it looks more in a Mustang pickup as well because you've got a you've got a well, really the coil sort of is tiny. Pack it in there. Yeah, exactly. Well, the funny thing with the Mustang one is um, because my where my winder doesn't um, it doesn't have a holder to hold bobbins that small. So I was I was double sided sticking them onto the like the platen, which is where the pickup mounts. <laughs> And every like three thousand wines, the thing would fly off and start bouncing around the room. <laughs> I have to start again. But, um, <laughs> oh, that sounds that sounds awful and tragic. But luckily, I modified it now. The... Oh, I see. What are you going to do with pickups moving forward then? Are they going to be like a completely custom thing that's uniquely offered to each guitar? Or are you going to do the same thing as you have with, essentially, I guess, your eight stock colours and have, so, you know... So, yeah, with the P90s, um, I had uh, Adrian uh, Woodward from Anyone Who Play, Anyone Can Play Guitar who did, a, who did an amazing uh, review for me um, around the same time as the guitar magazine. So it, it, those two together, it just... I sold an enormous amount of guitars, um, <laughs> like too, like, like, yeah, too much. But, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting there now. But um, it, he did a sound test for me, and essentially, the, my pickups are based on the old guard pickups, the pickups I was using right. because I liked the voicing of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he does he, and essentially, because he's done a demo with both of them he didn't do them a and b them i could probably if i spent the time i could get i could a and b them but um i could a b them in like a video but um but i um essentially my pickups they they have a very sound that's reminiscent of them because it's the same magnets it's the same it's but there's different recipes to it like bobbin width and 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 things like that it well they, they change the sound because you obviously you know, I, sorry i don't mean to say obviously um you have uh, people think that Jazzmaster pickups are P90s when when they're not. They're they're more like a squished strap pickup. Um, right. So they're really thi- they're really a really thin bobbin, and then a P90 is, is it's a taller bobbin essentially. And um, everything that oh, that contributes every all these little changes do contribute to the sound. And um, yeah, so that's why there is obviously that's why you can't really match another maker's pickup exactly because sure. there, there's all this magic that, that people spend a long time developing and, and they, they deserve to to have you know their own their own voice yeah Absolutely. that that said i think it's um i think it's really beautiful the sort of mentorship that you're 
speaking of that goes on sort of between builders that, I think it's, that was that's everything for me that's yeah that's like, like it's yeah. it's not always easy for someone who's really proud of their craft to go you know what I feel I feel I'd like to share some of my secrets not all with um with other makers and kind of help them reach their uh their goals and their sort of um potential within Definitely. their art and I think that's that's really wonderful. Yeah, if, to, if I could promote anyone, it would it would be or like in on this platform, it would be Josh. He, he uh, righteous pickups. He um, he, yeah, he deserves all the all the pickup sales he can get. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> um, do you um? Oh, sorry, Joe. No, no, go for it. Do you see yourself potentially in future um, uh, listing your pickups as standalones? Or as or as swappings maybe P- for, potent- for customers who I, already have guitars. I think I would reserve them for yeah for customers who 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 have them. Yeah. Um, and the nice thing when you um when you are just a, a small company or or one person like I am, a lot of people don't realize that, but there is just me. Um, you do develop these relationships with, with 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 your customers, and if somebody you know said to me like, "I love the sound of your pickups." Um, I really want them in, you know, my Les Paul Junior, or like, or like, or one of them, sorry, in my Les Paul Junior. Or I want, I want, I'd love, I, I would, of course, I'd make them one. Like, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, yeah. But I don't think I list them standalone. Because, but it won't be a full push. Yeah, yeah, because because so many people do 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 an excellent job of them, and um, yeah, I, I. <laughs> it's funny the more and more you bring in house obviously the more you realize that your uh, labor goes up and then i'll get to a stage (laughs) where i've got three three bodies and three necks sprayed up and finished and then i've got three sets of pickups to wind (laughs) so it's (laughs) yeah and uh, and sometimes you're just not in the mood to deal with wire that's like finer than human hair and uh, because you got to solder the leads up and you're just like nah just not today what made you you choose p90s because they they so, are the you know that like that's what you offer, isn't it? I mean, you obviously you can do anything. I have done them in everything. Shop. Yeah, it's but P nineties. I chose P nineties. So I say this to people um, when they ask me what pickup you want. I say I've made this guitar now. Like somehow I've made I've made like forty of them by now since last year, and I've made them with so many combinations. It, because I was obviously willing to do it, and I'm I'm happy to do it because I think what one thing I will say without without sounding arrogant is it looks great with every kind of pickup. <laughs> like <laughs> it seems to work with with every. Sure, I mean that's one of the things I think that's made Trent your your guitar company successful as a you know in in terms of being a, a luthier based guitar is it's quite. Uh, uh, I'll use the wrong word, and I mean this very positively. It's quite general, it's like very, as in yeah. you've, it's blank slate, you've not yeah. exactly you've not lent too hard into any one thing. I think people can appreciate it from different angles. Whether you're a modern guitarist, I think it has enough of that sort of moderny music man vibe to yes. be appealing. Mm-hmm. If if you're if you're traditional, then it's got enough of that. You know, as we said, that sort of uh, that that Tysco-y, you know weird vintageness yes. to it. Um, and, the word and of the, course, the, sorry. No, go for it. No, I was just going to say the word that comes to mind for me is concise. That was the mm. the first thing I thought on on seeing your 
designs, Elliot, was it, it, it just takes just the right amount from, from uh, many corners and eras of, um, of guitar. No, I really appreciate that. That's overall. really kind. Yeah. It's, um, what, um, what fret, what fretboard radius do you go? I know that's totally randomly off what, where we're, where we're at at the moment, but I realized I, I have no idea. Uh, uh, it can be 7.25, 9.5 or 12. And I have done, oh, right, you did. I have done a compound in just where somebody asked for it. So, Ugh, compound. Ugh. <laughs> it's a I lot more. Get, I can't. Yeah. Matt I can't does get it on all of his, doesn't he? Yeah, I know. I know. I just can't get it. It feels a bit like the. If you require a compound radius, it's like you're saying that you can't do the thing on a nine and a half. Like, I, it feels a bit workman blamey tools thing to me. I know I'm wrong, by the way. I know I'm just bitching here, but that for me, yeah, compound. It's just a step too far. Just it, it can be a, it can be frustrating to make um <laughs> just because you can't use a um you can't use a standard radius block to 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 level it off so right. when you make a guitar you you you'll you'll radius it whether that be by hand with a, with a plane or or um with a block or like like i do with it with my uh, cnc and then um but obviously you get quite uh, who's it obviously <clears throat> but you get um you get tool marks from the cnc um so you have to you have to run a, a sanding block over to smooth it out. So I if you you can't, there's no such thing as a compound radius sanding block. So so I you see. have to successively work through different different uh, blocks, and then with the fret wire, you then have to radius it differently. To uh... it sounds horrendously time consuming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how you've made forty. <laughs> yeah, it's but, it's uh... yeah, it's been. An, I have a very understanding uh, girlfriend. <laughs> now there's there's something else about these uh about about your guitars which you've put kind of front and center of 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 trent guitars um and it's it, it's that you design them to be as you put it one of the cleanest guitars on the market um in that you've gone a long way to make sure you're not using any you know bad chemicals or solvents or yeah, you know, so polyurethane the, or anything like that. What, what you know? How, how, what made you arrive at that? And how did you manage to do that? <laughs> uh, it, it was it was difficult um, to begin with um, because there's certain limitations to 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 um, to water based finishes. Um, well, exactly. Like it's it's easy enough to because you don't use hide glue, which of course makes the guitars vegan. But loads of people have dropped hide hide glue now. Yeah, like it's yeah. Only really, the, the, to be honest, it's only you, Gibson sort of. Yeah, the, the vegan to. thing was, was was something I mentioned to to ah. as as a bit of a tongue in cheek thing to 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 my my good friend who um, Nathan Sharp who wrote the uh, wrote the copy for me. And, um, right, I see. And yeah, and he made he it front and center. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know what these coffee guys are like. You, you guys, if you guys have dealt with them before, but um, oh, mate, it was my job for a long while. I, was I, know, say, I, know, yeah, we, I know how to we, do flowery coffee guys. <laughs> you like the, the fluff and the, yeah. So um, so yeah, so, so yeah, so that's what that came from. But um, yeah, the, the, the idea is is so coming from my background, you know, I spent nearly a decade making um. Uh, custom furniture um so with that there was no way you could because if you're doing like a you know custom cabinetry and then you're doing a paint finish on the doors which is where i learned to paint um 
which gave me a huge head start with uh, with guitars. But um, you would never be able to use a, a solvent-based product because the way that that job works, it's really it's really high pressure. And um, you're dealing with people who are not the easiest to deal with um, because they have a lot of money and they... <laughs> you know what it's like and um and so you you're always spraying the doors like a few days before you're going to install it so there's no because you're so busy and there's no time for it to off gas and and not right. stink so early on you learn how to get a really good water-based finish um so essentially and, and that's always sprayed um uh in like a satin so I could do the open pore satin from day one. That that I can do that with my eyes closed. Um, that that was no challenge um, because satin finishes are straight out. You, you spray them just a bit of inside baseball, as Americans say. Um, you literally just shoot it onto the onto the product, onto the door or the or the or the guitar body, um, and the, the sheen is just already there. Like you don't have to polish or anything. Um, but the, the challenge early on was getting the the high gloss out of a water based that that people expect from a guitar, because yeah, we're very much as you as you especially Joe, um, you see a lot of guitars and you'll know. Sorry, now that sounded wrong. I didn't want to se- separate Joe out. You guys see a lot of guitar. Yeah, that sounded really wrong. I was more. I was trying to imply that Joe's a gear addict and you're not, Naomi. But then I realised it just made me sound like you don't know anything about guitars, and that's just stupid. Oh, but. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm a gear addict. Don't you worry. But anyway, don't Joe gets through a lot of guitars. Is my point. But anyway, so so is you see these guitars coming out of factories, and um, and they um, they're like, you know they're curtain sprayed. They're they're sprayed by like a machine, or or they're 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 gunked in this really thick but very high performance finish in mm-hmm. so much so that they can spray it on and they can basically do nothing to it and it will look perfect because it's super high tech it's full of these amazing resins solvents chemicals this that and the other so the first thing out the gate that was really hard to compete with was how incredibly well finished things like classic vibes are and yeah. Sure. yeah is that the, is that the polyurethane finish yes that, yeah so polyurethane yeah. or polyester yeah so it's it's, yeah. it's 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 the much of a muchness it's a it's a two-part um uh resin and um solvent mm-hmm. kind of blend and um they so yeah so what that is, is it has incredible what what you call in the paint industry self-leveling properties so it you spray it on and it flows out you don't have to do anything to it um, it's it's quite hard to gain inconsistency. It's, it's just perfect. It's it's yeah. it's incredible. And and hats off to them. They the 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 import instruments are incredibly well finished, in my opinion. Um, like the body finishes, like the sparkle finishes you see coming out of some factories, and and so trying to get a gloss finish that that had that like flatness that they have. Because they're able to like blast this paint on, oh, it's lacquer or whatever. No, I'm sorry, it's not lacquer, but blast this product on, and it gives this perfectly flat, perfectly gloss, so fit, gloss finish. So I'm there trying to do the same thing, but not trying to put on loads of coats, and not trying to. And with water based, you have to you have to sand between each coat because the solvent doesn't um, it doesn't bind to the previous coat. So it's 
it, you have to almost be delicate with with the body and you get to the last coat and you realized oh there's a there's a blemish in it or there's this that and the other in it so getting past that was difficult and, and oh my how many God. coats might you be looking at in a in a single so you want to you want to keep it low because mm. the more coats you have obviously you, sorry hold on just move my seat <clears throat> you don't want to put too many coats on because um you you end up with uh you just end up with a lot of finish on it and um that's that's not good for anyone really because um it uh everyone loves a thin finish that is like the the buzzword of the moment like close to the word kind of blah 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 so that was people want to make their own damage to the guitar don't they thin finish allows that definitely so i got to the stage i can get a beautiful gloss a mirror gloss um but it will have undulations imperfections that's just the nature of the beast when you want to when you want to be doing water base nothing too heavy going this and the other but the huge break for me was changing over to a beachy which is the the body wood um from poplar and doing the open pour like 90 percent of the guitars that i sell are the the, people just love the open pour finish it's just it feels like it's wood. Very good. Like it, it still feels like the wood. Right? It doesn't. It doesn't feel like a, a coating. But you I, still have I do the think the finish is. Yeah, I, I think the finish is one of the the you know the the big things. I think for Trent, like they are very well finished. The open pour especially is excellent. The fact that you've got that that amount of grain coming through and. I always called it a betch. Obviously, I've been pronouncing it wrong for years now. But uh, a beachy is a fantastic-looking wood. Like, the pores just really lend themselves to a, 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 a satin-coloured finish like that. So, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's, it's been uh, immensely popular. And it's, 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 it, is, it is like maple is. Like, again, a lot of the time I've, I've realised I'm talking like in to like any other things other builders would find interesting. But like, like maple is, it's... The old, one of the ultimate tone woods, I think, like the ultimate guitar woods. Like, not I'm not hugely into the tone wood thing, but a, a well, really good know. wood we, to make guitar woods, guitars with. We were having, we were talking the the other day, Elliot, and you 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 explained something to me that I'd never even realised before the the limitations of of baked, torrified roasted maple and why you you actually don't use it the fact that it makes it more it makes this is maple controversial i don't want to upset anyone <laughs> no i look the only reason anyone's into baked torrified uh, maple is because of the look of it there is like a i think early on um there was of course because yamaha torrify their grand pianos in yes. order to make them sound uh older and that that was something that billy sheehan had done on his attitudes um as well and i think that was kind of the first guitar to do it but he certainly wasn't having them i think it was the bodies not the necks he was having torrified but i thought it was a it was a really interesting point so you know whilst you might you know not be into tonewoods you do seem to have some very specific and you know personal opinions on why you'd yeah why you'd choose one thing over another no i give it given my Obviously, my my background with with timber, it's it's I've I've worked with basically everything um, through like um, you, you see a lot of um, 
Wenge or Wenge, whatever you want to call it. All the timber merchants call it Wenge, but all the cool people call it Wenge. I've always called it Wenge. Yeah, all, all the people call it Wenge. But uh, but all the timber merchants, you ring them up and they go, oh, what Wenge, mate? And you're like... Wenge. That's yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to I'm gonna to, switch over to calling it Wenge now. Yeah. I, I used to be a, uh, a kitchen designer and there was this fantastic... The, the best kitchen designer I, I, I've ever worked with. He was... He was so he was he was a CAD master, but also so flamboyant and wonderful with customers. Most amazing, one of the most amazing men I've ever met, Wayne Naylor, and uh, he always used to call it Venge, not because <laughs> it was correct and he knew it wasn't, but because it made customers want it more. Oh, so, oh wow! Yeah, so that's, that's a great one. way of selling it. Yeah, there's there's so there's a lot of exotic words that in the what again what i think i had matt referred to is like the british house style as in lots of exotic words lots mm. of laminations lots of figure this and yeah there's words that you see there that you don't really see in in normal in typical instrument making so like yeah in, in Paduk and purple popular. heart and yeah and um <laughs> yeah yeah that's true um but um but yeah it's my view on timber is I view it almost in its um, how it how it is for me to work with as well however odd that sounds so there's certain timbers that are very difficult to work with and um, certain timbers that aren't so a beachy happens to be wonderful to work with because it's incredibly soft so it machines incredibly easily Um that's one of the reasons why we have so much of it in the UK is because they use it for things like, um, like hat blanks because they can chuck it on a machine, uh, like on a, on a CNC and it machines like a, um, like a bit of balsa or, or well, not quite as soft as balsa, but more like foam or like or something soft. So right. the tools last longer. Um, so that's wonderful to work with. And it happens to be obviously incredibly lightweight and the guitars that I don't, I haven't found many guitars that are as resonant as as they are in a beachy when they're unplugged. And people will tell you to the cow comes home that that means nothing, but I I think it sounds great when you strum an electric guitar <laughs> unplugged and it sounds loud. That's yeah, yeah that, that's something I'm really into. Yeah, um, and it's it's it is. You're right. It's a contentious point. Some people kind of say it doesn't doesn't really uh, make a difference. Or it doesn't really matter at all. But I'm a I'm a strong believer that um, it should, and I and I definitely it, it should be reflected regardless of being plugged plugged in or not. And it's one of the, one of my reasons for loving uh, Karina. So yes, much this is a lot like Karina. Karina. Yeah, this is right. Okay, because it's a lot like Karina. Yeah, sure. Because I was thinking, I I don't think I've ever played um, an Obichi instrument, and I was going to ask, do you know or any of the like, do you know of any bigger brands using yes. it or, yeah? Yeah, so Shergold used it in the... Oh, awesome. In the 80s, I think, 80s and mm-hmm. 90s. PRS started to use it with one of their, like, mirrors or M-I-R-A, I think they spell it, a mirror or... Um, mirror, yeah, mirror. Um, but they didn't gel with it, I don't think. It, um, right. One interesting thing about it, it has a very distinctive smell when it's um, when it's machined. Uh, well, or, or cut or anything sanded, and um, there's a rumor. Smell that like it smell smells. Like it's not quite. It smells like relish. I would say <laughs> like burger relish. 
Wow. I was reading about it and the it's described as having a quote unquote deeply unpleasant smell <laughs> when, yes. uh, when caught, which makes me think that was not written by a British person. Yes, yeah, so when it's when it's when it's fresh sawn specifically because it comes from um, sure. Central Africa and um, it um, it just has a it, it has an, a, a noticeable odor, but after mm-hmm. you paint it, it takes <laughs> after about three weeks you won't smell it. Wow. And it was quite funny because it came up in the guitar review and people asked me about it. Like, his Richard... About how the product smells. Richard, Richard, the the lovely man who reviewed the uh, guitar. At guitar.com. Yeah, Yeah, who has since bought one. He's great. And and he confirmed to me that that does not smell. Um, He did comment (laughs) that the Obichi has an unusual smell, which is so funny. I think what, what did he go for by the way is his because I love that man Jaguar I, I, I didn't realize he Same, yeah. oh, he had the, oh you said Big it yeah. 20, 24 inch uh, with the Descendant and the Stay Trem bridge and with House of Tone uh, E-type Jaguar pickups I see. I see. Yeah, that was wicked. Nice. Didn't wear, didn't wear anything either. And that, that's, that's the reason I've, I focus so much on lightness now is because I realized since I have a light, the lighter I will pick up my lightest guitar more than anything else. And I'm not really a snob about how much things weigh, but the light ones, it just feels like you can throw them around a bit more. Oh, yeah. There's definitely something. So rock and roll, like, to be able to... It feels rock and roll to be able to throw it around. Like, you know, Fidelity, the same. Their guitars are so incredibly lightweight. Even, like, the Grez Mendocino, because they're yeah. hollow under the on the top panel. It's so light. And that's, that's kind of a new thing to me as someone who's played jazz basses for a, a, a lot of my life they're very heavy and like uh you know i've got my uh my jay douglas uh bass which i, I play a lot I, I really like it it's that the jay douglas douglas is 11 pounds which is uh i was that's quite a, it's that verges that on uh heavy that is very heavy it's 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 extremely heavy i actually have one of those weight relief straps like this oh that goes on your belt of, as well no, no, not quite. Is like it a that. double shoulder? No, no, no. It's a it's a new thing. I can't remember the name of the hmm. company that do them. There's like an element of elastication to them that kind of makes it feel less like it's like it's tugging you down, sort of thing. Because it can. Oh, is of, it a? It's not one of the comfort straps, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I think I got it. I, I can't remember where I got it actually, but yeah, I, I can't remember the brand, but. It's it, it's good. It's made a difference. I would like one of those Jack White straps, though. I think maybe the time's come. You know, used to be I was I, I just wanted to throw my guitar in the air and hold it above my head, and I was like, well, I need a, just a simple strap so I can do that. But now I'm getting to a point where, yeah, I want a strap that looks like a gun holster. You're a, so you're a hoister, make, though, aren't you? Don't you hoist them up well high? They're like that. Uh, yeah. Well, well, yes. I have to. Um, you're a high strapper. It's very annoying for me because as a as a vegan, I was, I don't want to buy straps with with you know with dead animals on the ends. I don't see why sure. the tips of straps have to have that. It seems very stupid. But um, but there there aren't that many vegan strap companies. Right on, fantastic strap company. Make some of the best straps in the world. I think they're really good. On the whole, their straps are too long for me. Um, there, there's, I got one from James's Hermitone recently, which is just about short enough, and so I can can use that. But right-on straps are always, always very detailed, and whilst that's lovely, and I love to have a strap like that, I have such strict black suit dress code for my band oh. that I really just need something simple. So I have a a, 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 a Levy's one. <laughs> strap. 
Yeah, yeah. I have a levy strap where I have to fold it. I fold it over and then I've duct taped round it Got to it. to make it even shorter. But I have used ukulele straps in the past as well. They you really are me. a short strapper, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. I'm a short guy as well. I'm like five foot eight. So when I'm wearing it short, that's also a, even shorter than than a normal thing would be. But, you you yeah. dapper vegans are such a specific <laughs> demographic. I, I think just, you're. Um, I think you need to shout louder to the to the companies. To I, I I have not. It's such a weird offering. thing. It's such a weird thing. I can go into you know the the old man pub at the end of my road in my village, and I can order a moving mountains burger. Yet the biggest strap companies in the world can't work out how to not put dead cows on the end of my strap you know it's it's a real pet peeve of mine i had a look recently i know fender are now doing some vegan leather lines which is very cool yeah um i think that might be like their um Uh, did you see what they did it's it's they do a shell pink vegan leather who do you think gave them that Who do you think? Jay Cross. I can, I can, yeah, I can take a pretty safe guess on that. But, yeah. but then my question is, you know, that's that's pretty classy. Surely that's your favourite colour after black, <laughs> because you're not quite as dedicated a goth as me. But um, just black with sunburst—that's the only colours. Sure, but just touching on uh, the bigger companies doing them, I do think um, it's really nice to see vegan lines move into something as mainstream as Fender's leather strap. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully more and more companies will follow suit. Yeah, I, I, I really was want looking to play... at doing it, and um, it, what, I got doing some, straps. Yeah, because my brother, my brother is a bag maker, and um, oh, I got some samples of uh, like cork leather. And um, yeah. which is basically uh, it's it's cork as a natural a natural product uh, laminated onto like a backing, and um, I haven't got around to trying it yet, but I have the, I have the rolls kicking around. That's interesting. I use uh, the I I have a Voch watch Voch. Obviously, the V is vegan. They do like pineapple leather as their straps, oh, wow. and it is. Is very good, very convincing. They're, they're like they're nice quality watches, and you buy the the clock face and the strap separately uh, on their website. But they do some very the pineapple lever is incredibly convincing, very high quality, and you know nothing died. So it does it smell it's, good. It's very cool. It it doesn't smell a pineapple, which I kind of secretly hoped for. I think yeah. a little bit, but uh, but no, it just it, it didn't really smell of anything. You know, I uh, I just Google image search uh, a Betsy guitars because I was like. I am sure there have there have been loads. You know this this. There is now. Be... Everyone's doing it now. Oh, are they? Well, I tell you, you come up quite a few times just on an image search on Google. What can I say? Like just on <laughs> a Betsy guitars. I mean, yeah, like like you know, there's a lot of yeah. I think like it looks like a few people are maybe Seth Backus has done one. Seth is doing no. Seth's uh, new uh, factory ranges in Ibiza. Uh, oh, that that would be why. Yes, yeah, he's come up quite a quite a lot. And so is Matt's uh, his um, what are they called his his uh, more affordable ones. I think oh, they're, they're light. They're a beachy, aren't they? I think they are. Are they? Uh, are are Anne Coates a beachy? I'm not sure. Yes, they are. They've yeah, they've, yeah, yeah. they've come up as well. So I think so. Yep. Oh, it's very popular. Very popular. It's just it's honestly great. Like. It's it's just the dream, and it's not expensive. Oh no, I shouldn't have said that. 
heaven will know now. <laughs> the world will know. Well, no, and it comes in, uh, and all the, the bodies are always two piece, like because the timber right. is huge. So the trees are the big trees. They're not like because I didn't you, maple trees are, are much smaller. Uh, because again, ma- maple and a beachy, and most nearly all timber is plantation. So um, it means it's grown like a like a farm, basically. So um, right. Commonly misunderstood fact about timber is that it, it's actually often um, carbon negative. Like they, they the whole industry because of the way they run it actually absorbs more than it than it puts out, which is good. Well, that is very good. That's um, reassuring to hear that something is. Yeah. So if people think that people just walk into these forests and like pick a big tree and they like deforest it all, but no, that isn't the way it works. Right. No. no. No, that's very cool. And if, I think, uh, like, you know, mentioning Grez again, I think that Grez do a, a whole bunch of their stuff is from reclaimed or decommissioned redwood. Oh, redwood, yeah. I love that stuff. It's so cool. I I don't know anything about redwood of, uh, other than, obviously, the very gorgeous giant top on the on, on the on the Grez. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I've never really... Yeah, if it's yeah, like the really Californian redwood, it would be the, the infamous, like, uh, sequoia trees in... Um... Oh, I see. Although I don't know if it's sequoia, but uh, yeah, it, it's uh, large, large um, uh, sulphur trees. They're, they're beautiful. Very cool. Very cool. Now that that does actually bring us up to time for this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. Dear listener, we're going to head over to Patreon with Elliot. Um, and uh, we are going to me and Naomi are going to have a crack at at, letting, uh, at talking through our options and designing our own uh, Trent guitars. And we're also going to be talking to Elliot a bit about the other things that he plays, like guitars, amps, pedals, things that he can recommend that maybe you should check out too. And dear listener, you can join us on patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. You can become a supporter for as little as a dollar a month. At the dollar tier, you get this episode ad free and early at the five dollar tier you get access to our patreon special episodes and back catalog and ten dollars gets you the lot plus i'll sing you my thanks in a randomly themed song uh find us on all your favorite social media platforms join the guitarists group on facebook to get involved in our weekly episode discussion thanks for listening you've been lovely we've been the guitar nerds farewell goodbye bye
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.